Tiani Theus was murdered on January 8, 2022. Her body was found dumped on the side of the 110 freeway in Los Angeles. She had been shot in the neck. everybody welcome to true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters i'm christy brower here with my sister co-host and partner in crime katie weaver hey katie hello how's it going it is going well glad to hear it excited to be here for tuesday cases we're uh recording just a little bit early if it seems like we're uh you know look the same as we did yesterday we did (laughs) yeah yeah it's true a very long day of funerals on monday so uh Yes, yeah, pre-recorded to have to be on the same track with you guys. So definitely. Um, yeah. So that's in case you're wondering, you're not wrong. <laughs> we always get comments. Uh-huh. You're wearing the same shirt in more, in more than one episode. This is why. <laughs> this is why. This is why. This well, is why. let's you know. go ahead and get started. I know that mm-hmm. you have a WTF uh, segment for us. So let's get right into it. All right. Well, I have some WTF news coming for you out of Florida. Now you might be going, oh, Florida man, here we go. You're not wrong. Yeah. Christy, a couple of weeks ago, you brought us a case, uh, a kind of a WTF moment as well, of a man in Las Vegas who was detained, who had the same name as a criminal that had an arrest warrant out for him, who sat in jail for, I think, five days? Six days, yeah. Six days. Well, guess what? The same damn thing happened in Florida. Good hell. This is the craziest thing, and it makes me so mad because I don't understand how these things happen to people who absolutely don't deserve this you know right so i want to show you a picture of this gentleman and tell you a little bit about what happened to him because uh his story i think really really deserves to be told so this guy right here's name is leonardo silva olivarius or olivarius he lives in south florida well apparently there's at least two leonardo silva olivarius Oliveris, I'm going to do it wrong every time, who <laughs> live in South Florida, and they look fairly similar. One of them is quite the criminal. The other one is not and has mm. no criminal record whatsoever. Oh, dear. So the fugitive, Leonardo, was charged with burglary and grand theft in 2017, and he's wanted for a probation violation out of Palm Beach County. Well, another man with the same age and similar appearance ended up in the Broward County Jail for five days after being arrested on January 20th. It wasn't until they ran his fingerprints five days later, five days after this man has sat in jail for nothing, when they finally realized they were dealing with a case of mistaken identity. I can only imagine how many times they were told that, you know. Right. They're not listening to him because he's the criminal. Only 
he wasn't a criminal. So here's what's really crazy. So they found him and arrested him at his job. At his job. Great. Yep. Somehow the arrest warrant got whoever was filling out this stuff had his name, his driver's license, and his social security number on it. And they took a picture of him and sent it to a deputy who knew him who said, yep, that's the guy. Mm. One problem, the guy they were looking for is covered in tattoos, fully sleeved on both arms. And the guy they picked up has no tattoos. And they checked his arms and they saw that he had no tattoos, but Uh. everything else matched, so they just went with it. So for five days, this man who had been arrested from his job for no reason whatsoever sat in jail. Yep. He has an attorney. Don't you worry. Good. We'll see what happens. So he's a free man now. And he has an attorney representing him. So I certainly hope that he gets his due diligence out of this. I do too. I do too. Because there's got to be a better way. I mean, at least in this case, they looked similar. The guy in Las Vegas, the um, incorrectly arrested guy, was black. And the guy that was supposed to be arrested was white. With a big white beard. Yeah, like 25 years difference in age. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, why aren't they checking fingerprints like right away? Right away. Yeah. There well, should be the a better tattoo protocol. thing, you know? Yeah. The whole tattoo thing. I mean, that should. But from however this all was filled out all the way down, mistakes were made. And I think they better go back to their entire system and see how they are doing things and how this mistake was made. Because this is all right. wrong. Yeah, there's got to be a way to be sure if, you know, because you're going to run into people with the same name. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. this poor guy. Yeah. Not cool. Not cool at all. So with that being said, I'm going to turn the uh, the mic over to you for our main case. Yes, our main case. And this is a very new case. And so this is just the beginning of continuing to cover it because I know things are going to change. But this is the murder of Tiani Theus. This happened in Los Angeles on January 8th is when her body was found. Mm -hmm. She was 16. She was fatally shot in the neck. Her body was found dumped on the side of the 110 freeway. And nobody knows how she got there. This is very early on. But this has been one of those cases that hasn't had anywhere near the kind of press and mm-hmm. rewards and stuff that it should have. Yeah. And unfortunately, right around the same time that this happened, excuse me, there was um, a search and a reward for a white woman named Brianna Kupfer. Immediately had a $250,000 reward. The police were all over it. And um, Tiani's case has not had anywhere near that kind of attention at all. Yeah. So there's been a little bit more. There's a reward now up to, I think it's $115,000 now. Good. But there's been a significant amount of pressure placed on the city, the county, the state, 
to get involved, to care yeah. about this young young girl, you know? Yeah. It is it's really scary. The the things that we know this issue exists. We've been watching it, you know, happen yeah. for the last two years. We've been doing this podcast mm-hmm. and yet it just continues to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so of course, Tiani's family is just destroyed. Of course. Over this. Um, Tiani is also believed to have been a child sex trafficking victim. Oh, no. And there's been some problems with that. They've been afraid to talk about that in the news because there's a lot of judgment around kids being involved in what they call prostitution, which is not. No. No. This is child sex trafficking. Um, Tiani's life kind of went to hell in 2019. Her mom was in a hit and run crash. Oh, dear. And very severely injured and has left her in a rehab facility. Like, she can't come home. And so, of course, Tiani, you know. Mm -hmm. Has struggled. Yeah. Has struggled since then. Has rebelled Mm -hmm. and, you know, taken off. And they don't always know where she is and stuff. And, oh, no shit, you know. She's been through a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so this is so new, like there isn't even there isn't even an autopsy report yet. There's nothing. Yeah. We know that she was shot. Mm-hmm. And Tiani was a straight A student. She was into dance and golf. And she had a lot going for her in mm-hmm. her life. And somewhere Things really fell down for her. Mm-hmm. And I think that she deserves to have her name spoken wherever we can possibly speak it. Yeah. And to keep pressure on the police in L.A. to solve this case. Yeah. Who killed this girl? Yeah. Who dumped her on the freeway? Yeah. Like Who was trafficking know, her, her? Who was trafficking her? And and we don't know if the trafficking has anything to do with her murder, but if it doesn't, I'll be damn surprised. And and even if it doesn't, that also has to be solved. There right. There has to be accountability. Right, right. She's, you know, a victim in several different ways here. Mm-hmm. So her family did just have a funeral for her a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of pressure from um, various people to get, you know, better rewards out, and mm-hmm. uh, Governor Gavin Newsom is pretty good. Has gotten out there, and so yeah, there's it's 115, good. and uh, so yeah, there's there's money out there to try to get more information on her. But I just wanted to get her good. name out there, yes, so that Will we can then show us her picture one more time. Uh, <laughs> would ask me that. Yeah, I probably asking you to switch one from. I know who. You end up getting tech in one place and then you move it to this computer and I know too many, too many screens, but yes, I will get a picture up of her just a second. But yeah, I wanted to get her, her story out there so that we can continue to cover it and update it because she and her family deserve justice. They deserve to know what happened to Tiani. I mean, everybody does. 
you know, everybody deserves this kind of coverage and this kind of, um, you know, care about them. I'm so very tired of watching this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. play out in which somebody does not get, you know, for some reason. Well, we know what reason. She's black. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm trying to get a picture up and talk at the same time. And as if you can tell, I'm not doing very good with it. But I have just, I'm very nearly here with a picture of Tiani so that we can see her. She's a beautiful young girl. And she deserves justice. And she deserves as much attention as any other person who gets murdered or goes missing. This is Tiani. Mm-hmm. And as always, somebody knows something. Right. Somebody knows something. Yeah. Yeah. What was the trafficking situation? Who was the trafficker? Who was involved there? Mm-hmm. What other girls maybe that she knows? That's my thought. That's there my thought too. And I'm sure that she knows great. that are scared to death. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we will continue to um, keep an eye on this case and make sure that just like everybody else, we're keeping some pressure on the police and the press. Mm-hmm. to um, make sure that Tiana gets justice. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Yes, absolutely. And I, Katie, I'm going to give you uh, a chance for a little more WTF crime today. I, I was all about WTF crime, and now you'll see why. I'm sure we will. Well, WTF, Tennessee. This one absolutely slays me. This case happened last Thursday. And this is a case of a gentleman who was sitting on a highway guardrail. And he had been sitting there and an officer passed and wondered what was going on. And so they stopped to talk to him. His name was Landon Estep. And an officer stopped to talk to Landon just kind of as a, you know, a welfare check because he was sitting in a spot that you wouldn't really want people to be sitting. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't super cooperative. He was acting pretty weird, apparently. This is Landon. And uh, there had been a couple of things go down in his life. He had had some domestic charges back in November and... He and his wife had been working on some stuff, but there had been some trouble in the marriage. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, he is sitting here and an officer is trying to talk to him and, you know, get him to leave the roadway. And mm-hmm. he's not really cooperating. Um, he hadn't really broken any laws or anything, but uh, or, or maybe it was illegal for him to sit there. I'm not really sure it may have been. But, you know, he wasn't doing anything. He was just sitting there. Right. And, he wasn't a and, threat to anybody or anything. No, and an off-duty officer drove past and saw this going down, so he stopped, too, to see what he could do to help. So these two officers are kind of working with him, trying to talk to him for quite a while, about a half an hour, trying to de-escalate him. And a whole bunch of other officers end up showing up. Uh, They ended up having traffic stopped in both directions. And while he was sitting there talking to them, he showed them that he had a box cutter in his pocket. So they knew that he had that. Mm -hmm. Well, somehow this escalates into 
nine police officers training their guns on this guy and trying to force him to comply. And he's not. Uh, again, he hasn't really broken the law, except for maybe just being where he's not supposed to be. But right. But he's just acting weird. Well, he reaches in his pocket and he pulls out some kind of shiny silver cylindrical object. And that was it. That was the ticket. That was enough for nine officers to draw their guns and fill this man with bullets. That's God. all it took. Nine officers. Because they were all real at risk with that box cutter. That was super dangerous. Mm-hmm. You're yep. fucking kidding me. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, yeah. Not only were apparently whatever he was doing was, you know, justified nine people shooting him up full of bullets. Uh, that much shooting in that area, uh, you know, could have put other people at risk too. Like it was extremely over the top. All of it was unnecessary and over the top. Yeah. But uh, now this guy's dead and left a wife and children and mm-hmm. a very shocked family who can't for the life of them understand what the hell happened and why in the world this had to happen to their brother, their husband. Right. Uh, His sister had, his sister, Samantha had spoken to the daily beast and told them that uh, she didn't know there was anything wrong and had no idea that this, there was anything going on. And now his poor wife is trying to figure out how to pay to bury him and how to try to get justice for him right? and how to support her family because he was, of course, uh, you know, bringing income into the family. And now she's left and is just screwed. Well, yeah. that department needs hit right squarely in the pocketbook. What the hell? Right. Uh, judge, jury, and executioner, apparently. And, uh, For you know, d- death by firing on a guard squad. with a box cutter, huh? Yep. Death by firing <laughs> squad for sitting on a guard rail with a box cutter. Yep. Now, obviously, obviously, something was up. You know, he, I'm assuming, was having some kind of mental health breakdown. Mm-hmm. Why? Or Why? he could have been drunk or high. He could have been, Yeah. And these are things we don't know yet, you know, right. and maybe we won't. Know. But none of it justifies what the police did. Absolutely yeah. none of it. Yep. Ugh. Through the conversation, uh, the initial trooper said he thought it would be okay that, uh, you know, they were going to get him, get him straightened out and get him off the road and things would be all right. But I think the more police showed up, the more, you know, charged up he got, the more charged the situation got. So this is very new to right. Like, why people. did they not need nine police officers there for this guy to begin with? Why, indeed? Uh, the initial reports when I first learned about this case on TikTok was that there were fifteen police cars there, fifteen, okay. for a guy who didn't do anything. Yeah, I just—it's so hard to understand what happened here. And again, this is very new. And hopefully there will be an autopsy report at some point and there'll be a little more information about what was happening with this guy. But again, I just don't understand why he needed to be executed like that on the roadway. I just don't. He didn't. Not at all. No. That's so sick. No, it is. And his family didn't deserve this at all. Yeah. 
So we'll keep an eye on it, you know, and we'll probably come back to report on this again as more information is uh, made known. But I wanted to make sure, sure that you guys knew about the uh, the the killing of Landon Eastep. Mm, that's horrifying. God yeah. damn it, police. Stop fucking shooting people. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm tired of it. But, but then on the flip side, there have been several officers that have died this week. There in- have been civilian not you know being shot by pe by by the bad guys i mean it, it's have. happening on both sides and it's horrifying either way but this kind of stuff i just how do but you guys in there that? with a box cutter in his pocket warranted yeah. all this no no, no. it didn't no mm. yeah it, it's just i just can't no i can't either well i'm sure you all can't either too so we will yeah. keep you posted on this case. Mm-hmm. And this is our Tuesday case. So we will be back mm-hmm. on Wednesday with a- yep. another episode. Back Wednesday night for the uh, Wednesday night case updates at 7 p.m. Mountain. And on Thursday night, we will be back at 7 p.m. Mountain as well for marching orders on the Psychic Hour. So we have lots yeah. more great content coming up. So <laughs> be sure to like, subscribe, share, And come back, because there's more coming this week. You bet. Yeah, we are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Take care.